last episode we talked about light and uh, I, i'm trying to wham everyone out of wham again at them uh i'm not a singer though so i'm not gonna be able to do this for everyone i don't think that counts i think you've still dodged wham again if you're trying to avoid it welcome to the event you want me to do it? You want to do, do you it? want me to do the intro to this episode? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That? So you every time? Yeah, so you can do the song. I'm not going to sing. sing. No, I'm not going to sing. I have to sing it. If I'm not, I'm I'm not, not relent- I'm not relenting the power of ensuring Wait, every Wham? video. Wait, why is it Wham? Isn't Wham the other song? You were doing the Rup-A-Tum-Tum song. That was the first one. I was trying to do Last Christmas, just that, but I'm not a oh, good singer. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, it's last that sounds episode, great. we talked about White. It was oh, yeah. pretty great. <laughs> and now we're on Blue. <laughs> Right, yeah, we were. I could I could have made up a song this probably is on the, the M cast, and now we're gonna talk about blue cards. Yeah, yeah, I did it exactly. We got there. He, he did it. We got I there, guys. Welcome to the Tuesday episode of the MM cast, and those of you that are listening to this on the audio, we continue mm-hmm. down this road talking about our favorite cards in every color in modern. They all have to be modern. Legal, Alex, and I each have five cards that we love. This time it's blue. Be sure to leave a comment on this video after you're done listening. And of course, hit the thumbs up button. We're going to get right into it first. Alex, you're blue. Number five. I didn't rank mine for any of these. I, this is the thing. Alex ranked them. I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of doing them on site. What's your number five? Trinket Mage. Two, two. Two and a blue to make it wizard? Human? Uh, when I enter the battlefield, find a artifact one or less convert mana cost. I love Trinket Mage. I put it in every deck. Uh, in Commander, it's to find tops. In Modern, it's to find uh, good hate cards out of your sideboard alongside um, Engineered Explosives. You got uh, Tormod Scripts. You got Graph Diggers Cages. Um, you got maps to find Academy Ruins, the loop maps. It's all good news when you got a Trinket Mage in play. Plus, it blocks as a 2 2, and you can trap a sword to it. It really it's the Swiss Army knife of Magic the Gathering. Don't forget that it's also a wizard. Uh, it's a I human. It, oh, you said wizard? Yeah. I said it, does, like it's, it just does so many. Yeah. It does so many cool things. Um, I've always loved this card. I've loved this card since I bought my very first box of Fifth Dawn back way back in the day when it was very first printed. Such a popular card now that it has spawned the printing of, what, three other variants? There's Trinket Mage, Treasure Mage, Trophy Mage, and is there one other? Spellseeker is kind of the same thing, but it's not the same thing. There's Trophy um, Mage, Treasure Mage uh there's there's one drop two drop three drop and six drop are the four yeah so what's what's the tribute made tribute that's the two drop gotcha there's there's four of them now yeah 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 it's it's super sweet so i i love that card i always have loved that card i'll jump in here with my number five kind of a strange number five um no i'll save that uh my number five is Pongify. i've been talking about this card for years i love this card you knew this would be on my list this is like one of my staple cards that i talk about and i think i have more of those pet cards in blue than any color um, it's one blue instant uh, destroy target creature. Uh, the Is controller puts a three three green eighth creature token onto the battlefield. I love Pongify for so many reasons. I love Pongify because it's one of the few blue effects that, for one blue, says destroy target creature. There's almost none. Like mm-hmm. it's uniquely powerful for that reason. The fact that blue has the ability to interact and destroy a primeval titan, it can destroy uh, your biggest threat. It's just able to destroy a creature for one blue. Like a 3-3 three, three token's fine, but it's not that good. And then also the fact that if you're playing a tempo deck that wants to have removal, but you need to have some way to save your creatures, the fact that you can respond to their removal by destroying your own creature and getting a 3-3 three, three out of it turns into sort of like this brilliant one-mana counterspell. And they, you know, they knew people liked it, so they rebranded it as rapid hybridization years later. But just the picture of the ape 
and it just making an ape is just sweeter. It's just awesome. I love this. Oh, card. I like frog monster beast thing. I think more. I like I like the the new one more than Pontify. OK, fair enough. If I had to pick, I, I, I do think Well, we were just talking about this uh, uh, with the white, right? Like, can white have this card? And I kind of forgot this card existed when I was saying that. I mean, what would exile versus destroy, which is, is a upgrade. Um, and maybe it's a 2-2 two, two versus a 3-3 three, three to do that. But, but it's almost the same card, right? Like, it's yeah, literally yeah. almost like exactly the like, like, and, and it's worse. Like, it's not better than Path, but could they print this in the standard as a white card? I think they totally could. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's sweet. What um, you got? My, my next card is Remand. Uh, one of the blue uh, oh, return target spell to throw in a hand draw card. Um, it's like such a useful card you can do. It's like the best card you can have in a counter war because you can return your spell to your hand if they're countering your spell. So you draw a card, get your spell back and they lose their counter spell. You can like just use it to tempo people out in, in modern for a while. That was all you needed because you were just playing the lingering soul or the, the, the splinter twin game. So you just had to survive to the, the turn you won. Um, scape shift also was taking a lot of advantage of this at that point when it was a rug deck. It's just like a really, really, really cool counter. So we, we talked about in white when we talked about mana type, like big brain cards. This is another one where like you just feel smart when you wreck someone with this card or get them. If you like yeah. get them getting a Tassiger, right? Or you like get them playing something that involves sacrificing a creature as part of its cost. I think it's really tight. I like love the card. Yeah, I think, um, you know, I'll jump I'll jump straight to my card here just because it's uh, related. But yeah. what I will say on this before I move on is that you talked about mana type. This is so, so similar and also so different because it's exactly the opposite. If they go for a six mana spell with this, it doesn't matter if they have open mana. You returning it to their hand is everything. That's the whole advantage, right? right. The more expensive of a spell they try, even if they leave one mana open, the better off you are. Um, I didn't put this on my list, even though I do love it. I chose a different counter spell that's always been near and dear to my heart, and that is Delay. Um, and this is a card from Future Sight. Originally, it is one one blue, one colorless. Actually, it's just one blue is how you say that. Um one counter target spell uh counter target spell if the spell is countered this way remove it from the game with three time time counters on it it gains suspend if it doesn't have suspend um so you they put it into exile with three counters on it every upkeep they remove a counter when the last one's removed the spell is cast without paying its casting cost the reason i like delay so much and i'm always kind of shocked this card doesn't see more play modern is a pretty fast format so having the ability to do what remand or mana leak wants to do um what leak wants to do early but not having to worry that it's going to be garbage late game means that whatever you're doing is going to get through like you're going to have three turns to get there and i think that it's just kind of just like a severely underrated card i mean logic not's terrific but it's double blue and you have to have a full graveyard you can splash this card one blue one colorless it doesn't cost you much and you can put it into many decks and then there's also that cool functionality that it has with like a, you know, Wasteland Strangler, like that type of thing where you can exile it, put it into, you know, and then with and then put it in their graveyard. So I love this card. Um, again, I chose a lot of cards that I think are fun that I like, but I do think that this card is pretty underplayed. It's really good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I really like that. I mean, they kind of do very similar things, right? Um, my next card, which also does a similar thing. Because we're in blue. <laughs> uh, and that is Creature Venser. This is the original Venser. Two blue, blue, legendary creature, human wizard. Uh, two, two. When it enters the battlefield, return target permanent or spell to their owner's hand. So this can be used as a bounce counter spell, similar to Remand. 
Um, it could be used to remove a thing in play. It can kill a token. It can bounce a thing. It has boomerang and remand attached. But instead of drawing a card, you get a 2-2 creature. The benefit of Venser, uh, beyond just having a 2-2 creature you can attack with, is you can abuse him by using stuff that lets you blink. So Restoration Angel, we mentioned. Um, you can also abuse it in, like, Legacy used to be able to do it with because it's a legendary creature you can do with Caracas. Like, I used to play Venser Caracas in... Um, miracles just because it like was a, a one card you can excel it to to force will if you like don't need it it's gonna get some opponents they're just like not going to be able to handle g- getting that re- spell return to their hand and legacy where it matters and then eventually you get to the point where you have caracas and, and this and like you block them out of the game they can never cast a spell again so um love the card really really sweet honestly my main reason i want caracas on band like if they i would love for wizards to print that type of effect but only targets creatures that you control okay like i don't need it to target my opponents i just want it to affect me i've always loved venser i think that there's probably a modern deck at some point that will play on the same axis that like ponza plays that's gonna play naban and venser and will just sort of like turbo return everything on their battlefield on the battlefield to their hand mm-hmm. will just bounce all the lands um with you know force of negation existing i think venser is terrific so my next card is one that you guys know well it's on my shelf over here uh down i can see it yonder um and that is grand architect now i put this card on this list because it is classically my favorite card um it's kind of been you know most of my favorite cards from five years ago have kind of aged out it's not really powerful anymore it's not even really fringe powerful anymore i just really love it um grand architect is blue blue one for a one three the dawkin artificer other blue creatures you control get plus one plus one for a blue target artifact becomes blue until end of turn and then it has the ability to tap an untapped blue creature you control add two colorless mana spend this mana only to cast artifact spells or activate abilities of artifacts as i've said many times the thing that's cool about this card is that it's a three mana lord for blue um just above all else right like it's just this is a non-tribal base level you just make all your creatures bigger and then on top of that, it has this cool ability that allows you to avoid summoning sickness for any blue creature to cast artifacts and activate abilities of artifacts. And again, you want to talk about unique abilities. There's not a lot of cards that do that. All of the two mana creatures in blue that allow you to accelerate, they require you to have an untapped step. You can play this on turn three, tap it, and cast Walking Ballista, Mirror Superior, any any two mana artifact the same turn you play it. Um you can accelerate into Mindstone. You can like there's just a ton of things you can do with Grand Architect. It's a very unique ability. It's been kind of overshadowed by Urza, but just I mean, you guys know how much I love this card. I always have, and I, think I, I it's hard to find a way to play it, but it's it's super awesome. I think I think Urza is like also a, a kind of statement of like, oh, we get that people like this card. What are ways to make it good? Yeah, right? like, I think that's what Urza was. I think they're like, oh we've had this pocket way of like maybe making a better version of grand architect and Urza is our main artificer character ever. We're actually printing them for the first time. Well, how can we combine those? Uh, and I think that's where we ended up with. And, and there's like, yeah, I think, I think that kind of the, the, the blue artifact ramp spell creature has always been really cool. There's the artifact one that gives them all my, uh, all artifacts cost one less. Yep. That's probably my second yep, favorite yep, yep. after, after those two. Um, yeah, I love this. Uh, was that foundry foundry inspector? Is that the one? Is mm, the, maybe I have it somewhere near me if I wanted to find it, but it's right there. It's yeah. from Esper. Kind of sweet. One in a blue. <laughs> um, oh, uh, no, that's, that's the, sorry. That's Ethereum sculptor. That card's great. Yeah. Love yeah. That. Yeah. Um, my next card in blue is Hedron crab. One <laughs> spicy crab boy. Uh, Classic. 
mills your opponent real well, especially with the rune crab. Mills yourself really well just by itself. Rune crab didn't enjoy him on the self mill train, but um, just like one of the coolest engines, uh, just like really, really fun to kind of play with. It makes you like it, it's just it's an actively fun way of playing magic where like you're playing fetch lands and that's milling your deck and then that's getting you value and then you're able to play that value. It's never been like the best in modern, though there's definitely been times, but now Hedron Crab with Rune Crab is able to kind of do real stuff as far as the, the mill your opponent out version of the game. So Hedron Crab just keeps trucking along, being the zero two we all wish we could be. It's really sweet. I mean, Hedron Crab, you and I have been talking about this card since we became friends. Um, it's been around since then, basically. Um, and it's it's great. <laughs> this card is like, it's adorable. And and what you just said, the thing that's so fun about this card is the incidental value. It's playing a fetch land, cracking your land, searching for something and saying, you know, trigger, I'll do this cool thing, which either furthers my game plan against you or gets me going with what I'm trying to do. And, uh, you know, and, they, and they've, they've printed things like Bruvac that make this card even better. So I, I do think that uh, Hedron Crab is, is one of the all-time sweet cards. It's totally sweet. Yep. What's your number two? Oh, man. Coming down to this, this is a tough decision because I've got one, two, three, four cards left on the list here. Mm, uh, I'm going to have to didn't. cut it. Cut it. I'm going to have to go. Ah, oh, this is tough for me. All right. You know what? Curious Obsession. Mm, my next blue card. Spicy. It's because it's one of my favorites. It really has become like one of my all-time favorite cards. It's a uh, cost a single blue mana. It is an enchantment aura. Enchanted creature gets plus one plus one and has whenever this creature deals combat damage to a player, you may draw a card at the beginning of your end step. If you didn't attack with a creature this turn, sacrifice curious obsession. This card's pushed. This card is pushed and was pushed from the day they printed it. It's the. It's not strictly better than curiosity because you lose it at the end of turn if it didn't attack, but like. The fact that you just can play any 1-1 one, one on turn 1, play this on turn 2, attack for 2, and draw a card is so good. <laughs> like It's it's so so pushed if you have any way to protect it. Um, literally, this is set up to just play all things that cost 1 and have a Spell Pierce or have a Force Spike or have a you know um, uh, Fluster Storm or something open to make sure you're okay. And so many games in, in multiple formats have I done that. This is another one of these cards that in modern over the years, this is going to pick up steam. This is going to become more and more of a played card. I know it because it's it's too good for what it does. And if you can put it on the right creature and protect it, it's just it's just a busted advantage. Mm-hmm. A couple times, times, two times, three times. It's like you're, you're going to win the game at that point. Um, My number one. Snapcaster Mage. That's my last card. So okay. there you go. Best, but everyone's yeah. favorite blue card. I think <laughs> in the world, it may be Jace the Mind Sculptor. It's interesting that Jace made it on neither of our things. Jace is a weird one for me, um, which I know we're talking about Snapcaster Mage, but I want to talk about why Jace didn't make it out of my list. Uh, I've like never, I think, I think it's like, it's not fun to win with and it's not fun to lose against. I think is kind of where I'm at on Jace. Like it's obviously extremely powerful, but it just is always kind of just like, okay, this is doing a really powerful thing versus like, I like feeling smarter and Jace just feels feels like it's taking the smart out of the game, I think is what it really is. Where like Snapcaster Mage, like you, it's 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 just the, the most versatile creature ever printed, I think, actually. I don't even think that's like facetious. I think like, I can't think of another card that's more versatile. There are other, there are more powerful creatures, right? There's like the Deathrite Shamans. There's Primeval Titan, even probably arguably there's... Um, like hermit druid right <laughs> if you want to like really talk about it yeah but like 
it just does like whatever it's like it's really cool you feel really smart like even like when you like flash it on turn two knowing that you have to put a clock on your opponent in like a tempo game um being able to buy back spells like you know just doubling up your paths or lightning bolts is always just like this extremely powerful thing it's just such a cool powerful card in a really fun way um that and then it also doesn't think impressive for the opponent because it, it's like a two one that draws you a card you just get a really cool spell i think it's like really really great yeah yeah i mean snapcaster mage is it's just like the og like from the day it was printed till now it's always fun i i like it less now than i used to i find it to be a little bit more expensive um i feel like the whole process of using it that i want it to be not not that it's expensive by any means it's just like it it tends to feel like when you get to the point in the game which you're, you're hoping to use your snapcaster it's often like a little expensive to like get it and a flashback spell and then play whatever is in your hand also and so it tends to feel like a little clunkier than i think it used to to me um but i mean it is just one of the most powerful cards ever uh you know it, it was it was on my list as my last card the 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 uh the honorable mention on my list that I didn't go with were were and so artifact and brazen borrower both of which I love and both of which I would have loved to talk about but um you know I think I think snapcaster is just the right decision yeah. it's so so yeah. what what I mean blue is a lot of people's favorite color I believe it is probably both of our favorite colors um Definitely though mine, other yeah, colors yeah. simply jump in and out uh what 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 about why is blue what what makes what what is your favorite part about playing blue my favorite thing in magic is drawing cards uh, um. I like drawing cards more than anything else, it, which is hilarious <laughs> because I, I fall victim to the thing many times where my decks are just entirely built to just draw cards, but they don't actually do anything with the cards. Um, like case in point, building a commander deck with Sig as my commander is like just the whole game plan is to just like draw as many cards as I can. Uh, so that's what blue does best is draw cards. I love counter spells. I love being able to like draw a card and do something marginal. It's just, I think the reactive sort of play on the margins nature of blue, especially in the tempo game, is that's my favorite part of magic. That's what the part of it's the game of magic that I relate to the most and enjoy playing the most. So um, that's yeah, that's that's how I feel about it. I think I think it's the big brain plays for me. I think like the fact that blue is tricky, like you can you, you like the way it ekes out wins and advantages is outthinking the game. Um, not necessarily even outthinking your opponent, but just like like you have to use like. And it's really good at that because it has access to drawing extra cards. It's super powerful. And so I, I think that's always been really fun. Um, I also just love its artifact interaction. I think that's the other place that I really like. Yeah, Blue, like the artifact really side cool. of things um, to the extent that as red gets better, red is becoming more and more one of my favorite colors, I think, even over red. And I think it's a space that I wish white was better at. Like, it, I think it's something I wish blue was less good at, in fact, because um, I think blue is so good at so many things and white building a society and being better at artifacts, I think is really cool. And they, like, I think white could get trinket mage. I think they're then printing just trinket mage and white would be really, really sweet. And then within color pie. Well, it's interesting because they like Ariok salvagers is like sort of the white card that interacts with one CMC artifacts from the same set. And, and it's like, they've kind of played in that space, right? White's like pretty interested in recursive artifact stuff in it, but it's also interested in shutting off artifacts, which is the weird part. White does both. Yeah. It's like the ultimate, you know, we can sort of the idea of we control the artifacts, but then blue has that same identity. It just doesn't have the hate bear side of it. So, um, yeah, that's it. I, it's a good point. You know, white could probably lean into that space more. All right. So uh, if you're watching the YouTube video one more time, um, thank you so much. Please like, like and subscribe. Uh, and uh, one last thing, we're, we've been trying to do these weekly videos. So we're, we're releasing a new content every week. Last week we did blue next or not last week. Last yesterday we did blue. Tomorrow we're doing 
uh, black because I'm good at Wooberg and remembering the order of those colors. Um, and I hope you guys really like it. It's something that we're doing. And I think it's been a really su- big success over the last couple of weeks. Uh, one thing it is, there is a, a, a pretty significant difference in cost and how to, how to do these videos in this way. If you really, really like it, um, we have a patron. Please check that out. Any any amount helps. Um, if you donate, I think five or above, you also get access to the raw feed, which is like the full audio content, including an extra bonus thing. So even if you just want to listen to like an extra 20 minutes of unheard content anywhere else, it's only available there. It's really, really cool. Please check that out. Um, and then uh, and it helps. It, it, it should help us continue doing this kind of uh, this experiment where we're doing a, a new video multiple days a week. Um, so so I hope you guys hope you guys like it. Um, yeah, thank you guys so much for watching this. And as he mentioned, the Patreon is is the key. It's the key to keeping this thing going. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking maybe hop for the holidays, what do I want to do? If you want to support your favorite content creators, if we're even on that list, please support patreon.com slash damncast. It really does make a huge difference. So um, yeah, thanks for watching. That was our episode about Blue. This has been a production of Time Traveler Media, sending podcasts into the future.